It's that Harlem night, ayy. Gonna turn it up, please. I'm Harlem nights. Uh, party at the bodega. What up, everybody? This is your man, Benz Pharrell, with Thinking Out Loud. How's everybody doing tonight? This is a Saturday night. This is the weekend. This is a Thanksgiving weekend. And I hope everybody is thinking safety first before you get out there in the streets and acting a goddamn fool. All right? We're going to get into the news. What's up? Salute, salam. This that Harlem thing. I'm always going to keep on saying that because love and peace to everybody in this whole wild world. All right? So, we're going to keep it going. A flight descends into chaos when a possessed woman begins screaming. Yeah, you heard it right. A possessed woman begins screaming, jumping over seats. After the outburst in the Frontier Airlines flight, authorities took this woman into custody. A Frontier Airlines flight turned chaotic when the woman began screaming and yelling while in the air, causing one passenger to begin preaching in the aisle. The incident happened aboard Frontier Airlines flight 1161 on November 16th, going from Houston to Denver. Video from a passenger on the plane shows the unidentified woman being restrained by members of the flight crew. The flight was eventually diverted to to Dallas, Texas. Stop pulling on my arm, the woman could be heard yelling during during her mid-flight outburst while the woman was being held back by what appeared to be members of the flight crew. She started to jump over several seats on the plane. Stop blocking me, the woman says before she was seen hitting an individual. Ladies and gentlemen, I need everyone to please take your seats. Now, please, the flight attendant can be heard telling passengers on the cabin's PA system. Throughout the video, the woman keeps pushing back whenever the flight crew tries to restrain her. At one point, a woman could be seen hugging the unruly passenger in the back of the cabin. All right. Hugging on her. I guess she was praying, too, because I was watching it on the social media. It was all over the social media news feed, all right, um, for the last couple of days. After the passenger's outburst, an unidentified woman begins preaching to passengers from the aisle. This does not happen for no reason. There's a real devil that wants to kill each and every one of y'all, including your family members, the woman was heard saying in the footage, that's not her, she's possessed and she needs help. Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life, she continued. Once the plane was on the ground, law enforcement can be seen taking the woman into custody. A spokesperson for the Federal Federal Aviation Administration, FAA, provided to news sources with the following statement. Frontier Airlines Flight 1161 landed safely at Dallas-Fort Worth International Airport at around 3 p.m. local time on Thursday, November 16th, after reporting an incident with an unruly passenger. The Airbus A20 November, that's the model of the plane, departed from the William P. Hobby Airport in Houston and was on route to Denver International Airport. News sources reached out to the Frontier Airlines multiple times but didn't receive any response. Yeah, this was all over the social media. You know, I had it, but I never posted it because it was a little too weird. And 
probably it's probably gonna be a little disturbing because I post everything on TikTok and shit like that. So it probably is gonna be a little disturbing. They're probably gonna they probably I probably gonna get strike for it because it was it was looking disturbing. It didn't even look right. So I just like reneged on it. I had the video. I was about to post that bitch, but I was like, man, I ain't posting that shit. I'm like, bro, that shit kind of weird and stuff like that. But at least. You could go on Spotify and hear me talk about that shit. Um, Like, I don't know, Southern. I'm trying to think about what type of people jumps on these planes. Because nowadays you got cheaper air flights. You could get you a cheaper air flight for $200 just to go somewhere. Maybe a one-way ticket. Or maybe a two-way. You probably could get a two-way for $200. I'm pretty sure you can. All right, you got Spirit, Frontier, Southwest, all right? Nine out of 10, you might meet or you might see an unruly passenger if you take one of those goddamn airlines, right? What I just mentioned, like Southwest, Spirit, and Doggone Frontier. And there's another one. I can't think of their names. There's probably two more. Because the flights, like, flights used to be, uh, airplane ticket used to be on average like $400, $300 on average. But nowadays, you can get a flight for about $160, all right? Probably $130 of, of a whole um, round trip ticket, I'm pretty sure. I know what I'm, I'm talking about because I take flights on the regular. So... Ever since they got those flights lowered, you know, there's been certain individuals that come at the airport that you have to deal with, especially when your flight gets interrupted. That means shit get interrupted for your ass. That means you got to, you might be late for your final destination. You might be late to whatever you're trying to go do, you know, which causes problem for other passengers as a whole. I already know that because... I know about delayed flights, and I know about unruly passengers that cause problems. And they cause problems to everybody on the flight. You see what I'm saying? Especially when you're supposed to be somewhere at a certain time, and you have to follow your schedule. And now your schedule has been derailed because of somebody acting up in the fucking flight. Yes, you know, it's a bad thing. And then another thing about goddamn uh, possessed people being possessed by demons or whatever. Maybe it's true to a sense, you know? I don't know if I would ever in life do a deep dive on goddamn possession. Maybe I will one day, you see what I'm saying? Because I know a little information about it, but I'm more realistic than uh, anything. I'm more a realist than anything. Like, you can be possessed by demons, but I'm going to show you what type of possessions you can get possessed by like alcohol, drugs, or living a certain life, all right? That's possession by demons. In my totality, that's what it is to me. See what I'm saying? You can get possessed by certain types of drugs and shit. You can get possessed by a person. A person could get into your mind and make you act different, you see what I'm saying? Those are the possessions that I know that I can definitely speak of. 
as far as the movie possessions where you see somebody jumping on the ceiling and their head turn all the way 360. I don't know nothing about that. But the possession of being under the influence and being under the influence of another person, those are the possessions that I know of. And those are the possessions that the Quran or the Bible or all people from back in the days, because I am a bit of a historian, those are the possessions that I know of, all right? But yet, there can be spirits. Yes, it can be a spirit taking over your body and stuff like that, you know? But that knowledge right there, I know some of it, but I don't, I can't, I don't know too much of it, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to have to interview a person of, of Vladikin or something like that that knows of that um that knows of demonic possessions and stuff like that to get in depth to it because I know only the um how you call it the gateway of possession the gateway meaning you are being possessed by drugs alcohol and an influence and a bad energy you know a bad wave of energy that's around you and then your mind is vacant to the the light of the Lord or God, you know the, the the light. You know you don't have no light in your life. There there is a a great potential that you can get possessed by these small gateway items like drugs, alcohol, or a human being trying to manipulate you to do their biddings and stuff like that. So, but we could get into a deep dive with that soon. I don't know. Like me, I could do a deep dive, get on my computer and start making a whole goddamn documentary by myself and shit like that, which is going to take probably a whole goddamn week for me to finish and stuff. But, you know, I kind of like create content creators. I'm a creator for content creators and shit. There's people that do go on my goddamn TikTok and they come up with all of the ideas just off of the things that I post on TikTok. You see what I'm saying? And then they come up with their own documentary and they put it on TikTok. You see what I'm saying? Like, I do a small docu-series, but I don't, like, I'm not the producer of it. I just get it from, like, Tasha K or Vlad TV or somebody, and I just, like, edit it in my way and then I post it on goddamn TikTok. You see what I'm saying? I could do my own documentary and maybe I will in the near future. I could see myself doing it most definitely, but uh, demonic possessions is one thing that I probably could like break down to you so it can make sense to you. Now, the, the hieroglyphics and the fucking movie magic stuff, no, that's not what I'm about to break down to you. I'm about to break down you the real way, the, the, the reality, the virtual way of how you can get possessed by a bad wave of energy or a demonic spirit, all right? I just told I just broke down the basic way of being possessed and stuff like that. Like I said, alcohol, influence of drugs, and goddamn somebody who's trying to control your goddamn every move in life, all right? Anyway, we're gonna keep it moving with some more debauchery news. This is your man Ben's Pharrell thinking out loud. You know how I get down, you know how I give it up, bro. Moving on moving along. Let me see what Tasha K talking about. I haven't even looked at her for the last couple of days. I want to see what she's on. And then P. Diddy got hit up again with a couple of more lawsuits and civil lawsuits and stuff. We got to see what the hell is that. 
All right, an armed suspect shot by Florida deputies after a pursuit. Um, the SUV crashed in Marion County. So Orlando, Florida, a suspect armed with a rifle was shot by Citrus County Sheriff's deputies following a pursuit that ended in Marion County, according to the Citrus County Sheriff's Office. The Citrus County Sheriff's Office said deputies attempted a traffic stop on the Mitsubishi SUV in Hernando, and when the driver failed to stop, a pursuit ensued. Deputies said they deployed a tire deflation device at one point, but that was unsuccessful. After a second attempt, the SUV slowed down, but the driver continued into Marion County along Highway 200 near Okala, where Marion County Sheriff's deputies joined the pursuit. The deputies used a precision immobilization technique, which is called the pit maneuver, which caused the SUV to crash into a power pole. Deputies said the suspect got out of the SUV and was holding a rifle, which they believe posed a threat to the deputies. Citrus County Sheriff deputies drew their firearms and shot the suspect, who was then transported to the hospital. The suspect in this incident posed a significant threat to two communities today through his reckless actions. At the end of the day, the deputies on the scene had only seconds to decide how to respond to protect every citizen in the area before the suspect decided to go further to further endanger the lives of both law enforcement officers and the civilians that were present, said Colonel Alina Vitt with the Citrus County Sheriff's Office. As with all shootings involving law enforcement officers, the Florida Department of Law Enforcement will be investigating along with the Marion County Sheriff's Office. Authorities are asking all residents to avoid the area while they continue their investigation at the scene. The condition of the suspect wasn't immediately known, so I don't know if he's dead or alive. Or if he's in critical condition, have no clue. They ain't say they ain't tell me anything. This happened in the Orlando area of Florida. You know, you know how I hold it down. Uh, let me see if they got some more stuff. All right. Oh, they got some more stuff. There's a, a whole bunch of news, man. I just got to pick and choose which one to report. But this one right here look interesting. Let me jump on that one and stuff like that. Like I really jump on domestic violence because I don't want women and men fighting in the goddamn household. I need y'all to talk like civilized human beings and come up, come up with a conclusion. You feel what I'm saying? Uh, me, I know that... Couples need their space sometimes before they start bumping heads. Sometimes you need to go in the basement and watch a little football and leave her alone upstairs with the kiddies and let her do her TikTok and cooking and stuff. You got to leave people alone, all right? But I'm going to get into this one right here. A Florida man hurls a package of Oreo cookies at his wife during an argument over empty coffee maker, deputies stated. All right, Lake County, Florida. A Florida man has found himself behind bars after he allegedly hurled a package of Oreo cookies at his wife during an argument about the coffee maker not having any water in it, according to the deputies. John Sandoval, he's 70, 70 years old, was arrested and charged with 
felony domestic battery on a person that is 65 years and older. After the incident that unfolded on Saturday morning, according to an affidavit from the Lake County Sheriff's Office, Sandoval's wife, Mr. Sandoval, wife who has been married to and cohabiting with for over 40 years, they've been living together for more than 40 years, was sitting at a table when the, she and her husband had gotten into a verbal argument about the coffee maker not having any water in it. The report stated Mr. Sandoval became real aggressive and chucked a package of Oreo cookies that hit her in the chest, causing her to fall, according to the deputies. While she was on the ground, Sandoval allegedly put his hands on her throat but did not restrict her airway. All right, so the incident wasn't reported until the next day after the woman's daughter urged her mother to press charges on her granddaddy Sandoval. Deputies did not observe any obvious injuries to the woman, the Alpha David stated. Deputies caught up with Mr. Sandoval, who admitted to picking up a package of cookies and throwing them at her, the Alpha David stated. He said he believed it hit her in the head, but he wasn't sure. He said he has no recollection of grabbing her throat. Sandoval was arrested and transported to the Lake County Jail, a criminal check, a background check revealed that Mr. Sandoval had prior convictions for misdemeanor simple battery charges back in 2005. All right, so, you know, I told you, I jump into a lot of domestic violence and stuff because I don't want domestic violence to happen. I know there's a better way to freaking come to a conclusion when y'all guys are arguing. I know there's a better way and stuff like that. I just, I know for a fact that you don't have to put your hands on your lady and the lady don't have to put her hands on you, all right? I'm trying to get to the root core of that problem because we need to stick together and we need to help one another, especially in these difficult, troubling, interesting times that we are going through as a whole. Yes. You see what I'm saying? So, like, Mr. Sandoval probably is a senile old man. He's 70 years old. And goddamn, the wife is probably sick and tired of his antics and shit. Pretty sure that's what it is, all right? Uh, Mr. Sandoval should not be throwing things at his wife, all right? If he's upset, take your old ass to the garage and goddamn go to the other goddamn coffee maker that you got in the motherfucking garage. Because I know for a fact Mr. Sandoval got another coffee maker. Attend to the one that's in the doggone garage and you make yourself some goddamn coffee. Fuck the coffee. Why do you need coffee anyway with your old ass? What you finna do? Take your ass to sleep. Mr. Sandoval, you be ashamed to yourself, goddamn it, hurling cookies at your motherfucking wife. What the hell? You're only supposed to be hurling Oreo cookies to a glass of milk, motherfucker. Calm your ass down. You already brittle. You ain't got no bones. You over here getting mad and shit, all right? I'm pretty sure they're going to let Mr. Sandoval out, all right? I hope he don't get in trouble or anything like that. And I hope the judge throw that shit away because we don't need to be putting 70-year-old people in a goddamn prison or jail and shit like that, all right? Just make sure Sandoval gets some type of counseling for his anger management 
And make sure he don't throw no packs of fucking goddamn Oreo cookies at people no more, all right? He don't need to be doing that. You need to be eating them cookies, and you need your glass of milk because you brittled in the motherfucker, all right? Moving along. A man was arrested for stabbing the mother of his children, allegedly, uh, and then one infant was killed in a fire in Daytona Beach, Florida. All right, so... That's the headlines right there. A man arrested for mom's, a man arrested after mom stabbed infant killed in Daytona Beach apartment fire. All right, so Daytona Beach, Florida, a 34-year-old man has been arrested on multiple counts of first-degree murder and attempted murder after a Florida mother was found stabbed to death inside her Daytona Beach apartment, which was then set on fire with three of her children inside left to die. Daytona Beach Police Chief Jacarby Young told reporters Wednesday morning, this is the most horrendous and most horrific crime that I've experienced throughout my entire career, Chief Young says. I want to start with my victims. So first and foremost, I want to extend my heartfelt, my heartfelt condolences to the family of the victims. Uh, I apologize. I told you I speak multiple languages, so you can't get mad at me. Charles Ivey, the suspect, 34 years old, was arrested near his home in Amarna Beach, Florida, Chief Young said. He was booked into jail on two counts of first-degree murder, two counts of attempted felony murder, and arson. He was also charged for arson. On Tuesday, police responded to an apartment fire shortly before midnight at the 1200 Belleville Road and found apartments 39 fully engulfed with flames and large plumes of black smoke emitting from the residents' windows and the doors, according to the police report. Firefighters found 30-year-old Dejan Moore, that's the girl, the lady, the mother, the children's mother with multiple stab wounds inside. She was pronounced dead at the scene. Firefighters also found three other children inside the home, a 10-month-year-old in the crib, a 4-year-old, and a 5-year-old. All three were rushed to the nearby hospital. The 10-month-year-old later died. The other two children remained at the hospital with critical injuries. Chief Young said none of the children were physically harmed or stabbed. Their injuries were a result of being left to die in a fully engulfed fire, he stated. He said, Ivy is the father of at least two of the children. A motive is not yet known, but Chief Young described the case as domestic in nature. According to the report, there were at least two fires inside the apartment. The, fi the first fire was to believe to have started in the bedroom. The second was second fire was in the kitchen where all where all four of the burners of the stove were reportedly on as well as a burnt paper debris in a box that were um all right so that's the investigators said that all right so all four of the burners on top of the stove was on and there was paper debris in a box so detectives initially tried to contact mr ivy to let him know that two of of his children were at the hospital, but those attempts were not successful. Hours later, detectives witnessed Mr. Ivy loading a suitcase and bags into an SUV at his home in Armand Beach, Florida. He stayed over there on Armand Beach. 
not too far away from Daytona. All right, he was pulled over near Tomoka Avenue and South Young Street. He reportedly declined to be transported to the police department or speak with detectives, Chief Young said. Evidence puts Ivy at the apartment during the time the alleged deaths and fires could have occurred, which gave them probable cause to arrest his ass. According to the report, Mr. Ivy did eventually talk with the detectives. Those details were redacted in the report. However, it does mention that Ivy said he was unable to think of anyone who would want to hurt the mother of his children. Family members told news sources that Dejan Moore, the mother that was stabbed to death, was planning to come over to their house for Thanksgiving. Everybody is still shocked and in disbelief, disbelief, said Tanisha Pennick, Moore's cousin. We were just on the phone talking about preparing for tomorrow, which was Thanksgiving. Today is Saturday. So Moore's cousins say they all grew up like sisters, a heart of gold. Penix say her cousin, she's so nice. I just don't understand what happened, what transpired. They say that they didn't know Charles Ivy at all, just that Moore dropped the kids off with him on the weekends. This is the mother of your kids, said Princess Delices, another one of Moore's cousin. You're the reason she's down here, and for you to do something is just crazy. You can't even describe how we felt, how we felt when we heard the details of what happened. The family said they would celebrate Dajon on Thanksgiving Day. They will celebrate her on Thanksgiving Day, remembering all of the good times they shared. They continue to pray for the two children who remain hospitalized. All right, so. These are the bad things that happen when domestic. So I don't, they they have him in custody, but they are still investigating in this incident, all right? So I might have some more details in the next couple of days to see if Mr. Charles Ivey is really the person that set the goddamn apartment ablaze. Damn near killing all of the kids and the mother, all right? I don't know what sets a motherfucker off to, like, go crazy and get the goddamn butcher knife and start stabbing people because you're that angry. If you're that angry, I don't even understand how you just get so angry. Like me, there's people, I always use myself as an example because, you know, I don't want to use nobody else as an example. I like to, you know, I'm going to use myself because me, there's people that do try to get under my skin and piss me off. But that doesn't mean I'm going to go grab a knife and stab the shit out of you. I'm going to try my best to get under your skin and fucking piss you off. But if I can't, if I'm unsuccessful at doing that, I'm going to just leave you the fuck alone and get the hell up out of here. That's just how I do things. I don't know why these niggas want to fuck around and kill somebody when they angry and shit. Shows how fragile and brittle you are, just like the last motherfucker we was talking about, the 70-year-old, all right? I'm talking about brittle ego, all right? Means you real soft. He's a soft person. That means anybody can, can, can control you. Anybody could control, control you. And they can control that um, narrative because you get so upset, especially a police officer. So when they pull you over and they know that you're a hothead, they will say some shit to fuck your head up and then your ass is arrested for being like aggressive or whatever stupid shit that you're about to do where they could just press charges on your dumb ass. 
So if you weak-minded gentlemen, you need to control that. You need to go seek some type of psychiatric help. You need to go get therapy to see if you could like suppress your anger so it could stop you from doing something th that you will regret. You get what I'm saying? Because, bro, that nigga went off. He fucking stabbed the lady, killed her, then set the damn apartment on fire. This is all allegedly because we don't know if he did it yet right now. Because he's no, he's the number one suspect. And then uh, camera, I guess they got video footage that places him at the goddamn crime scene. So it looks like he's the suspect. It looks like he's the one who really did it. But right now, it's full press alleged right now. You know, but it looks like he's the one that did it. Charles Ivy, goddamn shame to yourself. You need to be ashamed to yourself, you dirty motherfucker. Hell nah. You gonna set the apartment on fire with the children inside? What the hell wrong with you, man? Hell nah, bro. Man, they're gonna end this happen in Florida. If if they catch him and they find this shit, I know they're gonna put his ass in jail. They might kill him. They might put the death penalty on that ass. They probably will. Especially if they bring out more details about the circumstances that surround this fucking whole egregious ordeal. Anyway, I'm about to cut this apple pie short and sweet. I'm trying to finish watch some more college football and shit. Plus, uh, I'm doing research at the same time, especially with P. Diddy and Aaron Halls and shit because the women are very flabbergasted about Aaron Hall and his fucking time rank that he did in a Vlad interview years ago, you know? And it emerged back because of all of the lawsuits that's been popping up on P. Diddy and on Aaron Hall, all right? So I'm basically just doing a bunch of research just to see what the hell Aaron Hall is up to and stuff like that. Plus, I'm gonna cut this short. This is your man, Ben's Pharrell with Thinking Out Loud. Uh, all you got to do is follow me on Instagram and on TikTok. Type in Box Benji in the search engine, and you will definitely find me. Just follow me there. You could jump into the comments, all right? If you got thin skin and you can't take, you know, a couple of jabs, I suggest you don't go into the comments because you might get your feelings hurt. But this is Thinking Out Loud with your man, Ben Sforello. I'm going to holler at you later. Boom. It's the home property after property even got some for the relatives learned it from the harlem lights popping with his on the motorbike